Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. How long will it take to change my marriage? So a lot of guys wonder this. You you come in, you start making changes. You don't see the results that you're hoping for right away. So we're going to explain kind of why that happens and and what to expect. Uh, So my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So sharing some wins from the week for me and some of the guys in my program, Love, Intimacy, and Legacy. So a big one, man, you know, so impressed with the, with these guys, they're able to turn correction into connection. So I think you can relate to this. You know, if your wife, sometimes she'll say something like, oh, you should do this instead, or Hey, like that thing that you're going to grab right now, it's broken or something like that. And it's easy for us to get defensive and upset and frustrated and all of that. But you know, one guy in particular this week, he was able to like take one of those corrections and just go and, you know, let his wife know he understood, give her a hug. And like, she just came and apologized later. The thing is when we own our side, like our wife typically will own her side. Right. But we can, you know, talking about today, kind of to, to foreshadow a little bit, like that's putting down a good seed, right? It's a good seed when we try to understand our wife and then like see from her perspective and it yields good fruit, maybe not right away, but eventually it will. And sometimes right away, right? So listening, even when it's hard, some guys have been able to do really just a great job of that this week where, you know, uh, when your wife says something you don't agree with, it's usually pretty hard. Or when your wife seems to be attacking you again, like correcting or or criticizing you even, you know, it gets really hard to listen during that, but these guys have been able to do it. They've been able to manage their emotions. Well, get into their wife's shoes and then express themselves later and get to win-win agreements. It's huge. Man. Uh, finding peace during difficult times. Sometimes guys will come to me when their marriage is just about over. Um, you know, their wife's filed for divorce or they're already like in that process. Um, and it's tough. It's hard, but being able to like be okay with those difficult emotions and, you know, just behave in ways that again, like talking, what we're going to be talking about today, just behave in ways that you can be proud of not worrying so much about the outcome and knowing the outcome will be good. As long as your actions are good. So that's what, that's what happens. There's just not a way around it. Uh, you know, one of the guys said, you know, he was able to have morning sex with his wife this, uh, you know, recently and, uh, you know, always a good way to, to start the day. Right. Um, finding a deeper connection with God. You guys are experiencing that and feeling that and turning to it more. I felt that more these past couple weeks too, which has been great. Um, you know, and just kind of for, for me this week, you know, just kind of not making things about me. Uh, my wife, I've shared this, she's had struggles in the past with, um, uh, with some pretty serious trauma. And so there's certain, you know, times of year and things that are difficult in the past, I would have made it about me, been needy and desperate and whiny. But, you know, this time I've been able to just access more of a caring mindset. I'm not making it about me. I'm trying to, you know, just be helpful, uh, understand where she's at. And it just feels so much better to me. And I imagine to her too. Well, you know, she's been, she's basically told me it's better for her. So, <laughs> um, so 
right now, right? If you're, if you're starting to wonder, man, you know, how long is it going to take? I'm making some changes, right? You know, how long is it going to take to really change my marriage? So right now, you know, you're starting to recognize some problematic behaviors, whether it's from this podcast or books or things that you're reading, right? You know, if you're listening to this podcast for a while, so maybe you've recognized being a mosquito, which is where you do nice things for your wife. You know, you do the five love languages, you cook, you clean, you help with the kids. But in the back of your mind, you're really hoping that that turns into sex, right? Or at least you're hoping she acknowledges it, recognizes it, gives you attention, appreciation, you know, even if it doesn't go all the way to sex, but really hoping it goes all the way to sex. So again, that's why I call mosquito. It's like trying to suck off attention, appreciation, affection, and sex from your wife. It's manipulative and unattractive. Okay. And what happens with that, right? Is when she doesn't give it to you, you get frustrated, you get upset, then you explode at her, you get mad or you escape into pornography or, you know, uh, other women or distractions or whatever. Then you feel bad about that. You start doing nice things for it again. So it's a cycle, right? That you can get into very commonly. Uh, anger problems, right? So you've noticed, man, you know, I, I lose my temper quite a bit. Let me find a way to, to work on that. Quick tip, by the way, with that, just take a few breaths. Sounds stupid, but it just works. <laughs> so one of the big things I've been working on, it just works. Okay. You start feeling any kind of tension, take five breaths. Just do it, man. It calms down your nervous system. Um, if you can name the emotion, you know, naming it. Uh, pornography, right? So you, you recognize that's a problem. You're starting to work on it, right? You've gone few days now, a few weeks without pornography, that's good, right? And you can feel good about that. Um, so you you recognize that you have an affair, okay? That's obviously a, a problem, all right? So, and you've ended that, right? So you can feel good about it. So, you know, not listening, right? You've recognized, man, you know, I really don't listen to my wife very well. I don't try to understand her very well. So now you're going to start trying that. By the way, that's like one of the fastest ways to start making a difference in your marriage today. If you can just sit down and be like, Hey, you know what you said this the other day, I think you were probably right. You know, here's what I was thinking or, you know, going even deeper. Hey, you know what? I've been thinking it might be hard to be married to me in some ways. Here's kind of how I think that might be difficult. If you did that today, that'd start making big differences today in your marriage. Okay. So again, you, you've recognized these things. You're starting to make some changes, you know, and, and you feel good and you should feel good. You should feel good about making these changes. Absolutely. Right. They're a big deal. And congratulations. But here's the thing, right? Your wife's response. She's probably not that impressed by your changes. <laughs> okay. You know, in the back of her mind, she's kind of like, okay, fine. But like, you should have been doing this a long time ago or okay, fine. But you know, this really isn't that much that you're doing or, you know, okay, fine. But sure. You've made changes for a couple of days before, and then you're back to your old self. So I'm not going to get my hopes up. Right. That's what's going on for her. So this week for me, uh, so my, my wife's been working on a chicken coop. We're going to put some chickens in our backyard. We're excited about it. Have some eggs, teach the kids about responsibility, all of that. Um, but, uh, typically when my wife takes on these big projects, I just kind of, don't do anything to help her. Right. I just take a hands-off approach. I'm just like, yeah, you know, good luck with that. I'm glad you're having fun with it. It's not necessarily a, a wrong approach. Right. You know, I'll support it financially, let her, you know, make sure she can buy the material she needs and all that. But I don't really like concern myself with it. We'll put it that way. But this time around, I kind of took a more active approach, right? I was like, okay, well, let me actually try to help some. Let me you know, ask her what she needs help with on this. You know, so I, I got involved. I, you know, helped do some wiping, some painting, take a few things out. I'd say I probably put in, 
maybe an hour or two of work um, to do it, which is a lot more than I have done in the past, right? Before I would have done zero. So I helped, I felt good, right? I felt good about helping. But, you know, my, my wife, um, you know, I, I told her that, right? I was like, yeah, look, I helped a lot more this time. She was like, yeah, how, how much did you help? Like an hour? I was like, yeah, probably like an hour or two. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> the reason she asked that is she she's probably put in at least a hundred hours into getting this coop together. It looks awesome. You know, she's someone that really likes to do things and do them well. Um, and she's good at it. She, she does a good job with these kind of projects, but, uh, just kind of in a funny way, sort of pointing out, you know, our marriage is in a, in a really great spot right now. So we kind of joke like this, but you know, she was just kind of pointing out like, Hey, you know, yeah, you did a couple hours, but you know, I put in hundreds of hours. into this. So, you know, it can be discouraging, right? And when I first heard, at first I was like, "Well, come on, you know, don't you recognize that?" But then I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess, um, you know, something's better than nothing." But there's still kind of room to go here that I could be more helpful. So, but but again, why does this happen? You know, why does your wife kind of push back on this? Okay, because you know you feel different, you're acting differently. Okay, so why is this? Right? Again, you feel the internal changes. Why doesn't she recognize them? Doesn't seem fair, right? So I want to explain to you about this idea of the law of the harvest. Okay. You reap what you sow, right? Jesus teaches this in the Bible. It's just a natural law too. Okay. You put down apple seeds, you're going to get an apple tree. You put down dandelion seeds, you're going to get a dandelion, right? So, you know, you've been thinking, feeling, and acting in problematic ways for a long time. So again, like mine is more of a level up right now where, you know, at first I was kind of like, Hey, do your thing. That's great. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But the next level up is, Hey, like, let me get involved. Let me see if I can help you. Right. And so the problematic way was I'm not involved. The new way of thinking is, Hey, like, let me help you out. Right. But you know, not for me, not getting involved in my wife's projects, which is kind of neglectful. Right. It's been like a 17 year habit. That's as long as we've been married. <laughs> it's been basically the whole time. Um, so look, I can expect to reap some of the seeds of that. Okay, which is basically my wife not really expecting me to help or being kind of suspicious that I'm, you know, maybe going to help for a little bit and then not or something like that, right? I can expect to reap that harvest, okay? Because I've put those seeds down for so long, right? So the thing with this one, right? The seed, it's not terrible, okay? So kind of like letting her do her own thing. That's not a terrible seed, right? That's like, um, you know, I wanted a a peach tree and I got an apple tree, right? Like it's okay, but it's not exactly what I wanted. So the thing is, this probably won't take a lot of time for me to overcome, right? So I'm taking out the seed. I'm, I'm going to stop putting down the seed of like not helping. I'm going to start putting the seed down of helping. And, you know, that can grow pretty fast and she can respond to that pretty quickly. Because again, the seed itself wasn't terrible. It wasn't a bad, that bad of a seed. Now, for me personally, I've had way worse habits than this. And if you've listened to some of the old podcasts, you'll you'll know about them. But kind of as a summary, like making my wife look bad, even on the podcast, I've done that before. I've kind of like put her in a bad light and making me look like the hero. That's a really bad seed, really bad. Um, you know, pressuring her into sex, um, treating her like an object, you know, um, not really valuing her opinions. Those are really bad seeds, right? And they have taken time for us to really heal from, you know, uh, I've been putting down good seeds now for, you know, the past, let's say few years. And so now we're reaping that harvest, right? Um, 
So, you know, again, it depends how bad the seed is, how long it's going to take to kind of like weed it all out, right? Get rid of all of it. Okay. So again, the que- the question is, so, you know, you're, you're wondering, man, how long is it going to take? How long will it take for me to really change my marriage and overcome these bad seeds? So you got to answer how bad are the seeds that you've sown? Okay. So look, infidelity is going to be a worse seed than like the thing that I'm describing, right? Manipulative behaviors, they're going to be a worse seed than, you know, if you, um, like didn't make dinner last night, right? Um, hurtful behaviors. Again, it just, it, it, it just depends, right? There's a gradient about how bad seeds are, like how problematic they are. Okay. So again, how bad are the seeds that you've sown? Okay. And then how long have you sown those seeds? Or another way to put it, like how many bad seeds have you thrown out there? How many bad behaviors have you had? How many times have you had these negative ways of thinking, feeling, and acting? Okay. So if, uh, you know, I have a picture on here of, um, like a field for, full of dandelions, right? And so, you know, if you had, if you throw out like two dandelion seeds, right? You know, it's not that bad, but if you've spent the past three, three years throwing out thousands or millions of bad, of dandelion seeds, right? Now you've got a big harvest of dandelions. And so, you know, you can go out and you got to weed those out, right? But it's going to take time. It's going to take time for the, you know, the the roots to heal, you know, from after you pull it out, like the good plants, you got to start putting some good seeds in, okay? So again, when you're asking, how long is it going to take to change my marriage? You got to ask, how bad are the seeds that you've put in, okay? And how long have you been putting those seeds in? Or in other words, like how many bad seeds have you thrown out, Okay. So the worse the seed is and the longer you've thrown them, the longer it will take to change your marriage. Again, that's just the law of the harvest, right? It's just how it works. Okay. So here's some common mistakes that guys make. So they will expect your wife to love your changes right at first. Because again, you feel it, right? You feel it inside yourself. But you've put out bad seeds for a long time. She's out, she's looking at that field and she sees, man, this field's full of weeds, right? It's full of uh, Venus flytrap. It's, it's full of, you know, uh, dandelions, whatever, like whatever plant you hate, you know, that you're, the yard's full of that. And so she's like, yeah, okay. You pulled out one weed, but like, look at all these other ones. Right. So the other thing you got to remember is her big fear is getting hurt again. Okay. So yeah, you're changing, especially after some like infidelity. Right. So yeah, you're changing, but She's like, well, how long is this going to last? Right. Or if you spent the past 20 years, not really listening. Okay. Like when's the next time you're not going to listen? It could be tomorrow. Right. She's used to you not listening. So, you know, you make this effort and you're like, yeah, no, I'm changing. I'm changing. And then she's, she's like, yeah, well, I hope it lasts, but I'm not, you know, super hopeful. I don't want to get my hopes up and get hurt. Right. So her response, and it's the right response. Her response is either going to be to give you little feedback not much positive feedback or even negative feedback. And reason being, first, one is to protect herself, right? She doesn't want to get her hopes up and then get hurt. But the other thing is just like the right thing to do to test your resolve. Like, am I serious about this? Am I actually putting these seeds down because that's how I want to be? And like, I'm committed and these are the only seeds in my bag now. I'm only throwing down good seeds from here on out. Or are you just kind of, hey, like I threw one seed down and it didn't sprout, so I'm giving up 
right? I don't care anymore. I'm going to start throwing bad seeds again. Okay. And it's a test, right? And it's hard. You have to commit. I'm going to put good seeds down no matter what. I'm going to trust that a good harvest will come from putting down good seeds. Might not be the exact way that I'm expecting, right? But it is going to happen, right? And just believing that. And as Christians, right, we can know and we can trust in that because when we follow Christ, he basically guarantees us a good harvest. You know, there's going to be seasons, right? There's going to be seasons of sun and rain, but, you know, the harvest is coming. The good harvest is coming when we put down good seeds. Okay. So again, a common mistake, guys, is it's losing patience, right? Going back to old habits saying, oh, I put down five good seeds and then they're not growing. So forget it. Like, I'm just going to go back to putting the bad seeds, you know? Yeah, I tried to listen to my wife four times, but you know she's not having sex with me, so who cares? I'm I'm not going to do it anymore, right? Then you go back to putting down the bad seeds and not listening. So basically, you know, looking at that field again, you put down like four seeds for for grass. And then you're like, oh, like my my yard's not full of grass, so you know, who cares? I'm just going to start throwing dandelions. There's already dandelions here anyway. I might as well just keep throwing them. Okay, but then what do you have? A yard full of dandelions, right? And that's not what you want. So again, the bad seeds, they create a bad harvest. The good seeds, they create a good harvest, but it's delayed, right? And so just because now you're throwing down some good seeds, it's going to take time for those seeds to grow and sprout and all of that, right? The other thing you have to do is you have to go back and take out all those bad seeds. You do that by changing your thinking, feeling, and acting patterns and by apologizing. Like An apology is a great way to pull those weeds out, right? And start putting good seeds in, Okay. So again, how do you fix this, right? So you pull out the weeds and you stop throwing the bad seeds, right? And you commit to that no matter what, no matter what your wife's response is. So another way that I like to put this is you identify and you eliminate all the problematic, negative, unattractive ways that you're thinking and feeling and acting. You identify them, you eliminate them, and you apologize for them, okay? That's how you start pulling the weeds out, okay? Then you stop throwing weed seeds, right? Okay. So, you know, for me in this case, I need to stop leaving my wife just on her own for projects, apologize for it. Okay. So that's stopping the old behavior. Right. And then you start throwing in good seed, good seeds. Right. So in other words, you create new ways of thinking, feeling, and acting that are strong and attractive. So for me, it's ways, you know, I'm going to look for ways to help my wife with her projects. Okay. Get a little more involved. So the other, the biggest part, right, is you're doing it for you. So I'm doing it for me. That's just who I want to be. I want to be a guy who supports my wife a little more in these projects, okay? And I just keep throwing those seeds out, right? So for you, like, let's say you're recovering from infidelity and you're saying, look, from now on, I'm going to keep every promise I make to my wife, right? And it doesn't matter if she gives me grief about it or not. I don't care. Like, I'm throwing in those good seeds because that's who I want to be, right? Or I'm going to listen to my wife, even if she's still kind of rude to me, right? Like I'm going to listen anyway, because that's how I want to be. Not that you have to tolerate her like cursing at you or like punching you or anything like that. You have to set up clear boundaries, but, you know, just saying, okay, like I can listen to her. I can, you know, try to understand the feeling below the emotion, right? If she's, if she's angry, maybe she's nervous or maybe she's hurt, right? Trying to get to that emotion instead. Okay. So then the last part, right? So you're going to identify the negative ways, create new ways of thinking, feeling, and acting, and then like mentally rehearse. So you're ready. So next time she has a project, I'm ready, right? I know what I'm going to do. 
Hey, what's going on with that project? How can I help you? You know, how can I get involved? Just come out and come out and start, you know, sanding down whatever needs to be sanded, whatever. Okay. And then you just be patient and you let the harvest come. So again, those steps, right? Identify, you pull out the weeds and you stop throwing the bad seeds. So you got a bag full of dandelions, you got a bag full of grass, right? You stop throwing in the dandelion seeds, right? You put that whole bag in the garbage. Okay. That's step one, right? Step two is you take your your bag of grass and you start throwing those seeds out, right? And you water it and all of that. Okay. Then you just keep doing it. And then you wait, right? Then you're patient. You let the harvest come, right? You understand for a while you're still going to be reaping that bad harvest, okay? You planted bad seeds for a long time. You're going to reap bad consequences for that, okay? And it is delayed. So if you've had 20 years of negative behaviors, you can expect to be harvesting some negative things for a while, right? Your wife's still suspicious. She still doesn't trust you, right? She can't trust you. You have to put these seeds down for a while and nurture them. Okay, that's how you're going to get a good harvest. Okay. So again, how your wife's going to respond to the new you, to the new seeds, right? And all of that is, again, three things. How bad the seeds were, right? How long you sowed them. And the last part is just kind of her temperament and disposition. Okay. Each person in the world is unique. Every woman in the world is unique, right? So it just kind of depends on her nature. She might be more or less forgiving. It might be easier or harder for her to forgive, right? She may be just more or less suspicious naturally. She may be more or less traumatized by prior experiences with you or others, right? Depending on all that, okay, it's going to take different amounts of time for her to actually say, okay, like I can trust that things are changing, right? Okay, like I see that all those bad seeds are gone, right? And the new ones are here and they're starting to grow, right? She's like, okay, yeah, the weeds are gone. The grass is here, right? You know, part of it does depend on her past, right? And the way she she views things and all of that, okay? So she might be ready sooner or later to view your changes as sincere and to open up to you mentally, emotionally, and sexually, okay? Does depend on her, right? Again, her response, it depends on her. For you, it does not matter, Okay. It doesn't matter because you're going to put good seeds down no matter what. And you're going to stop putting bad seeds down no matter what, because that's who you want to be in as a man. By the way, when you take this approach, it's way more attractive and it's going to be much faster for her to actually believe it. Like when this internal changes happen in you, like, look, I don't care. She could, you know, not recognize the changes forever. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to listen anyway, right? I'm still going to be faithful anyway. I'm not going to look at porn anyway. Even if she doesn't have sex with me, even if she is still rude to me, I don't care, right? This is who I want to be as a man. Okay. I'm not trying, I'm trying to love my enemies and bless them that curse me because that's who I want to be, right? Your, your wife isn't really your enemy. Okay. But she, she may be cursing you literally or kind of not, not literally, depending on what you've done. But your job is to still be a good, solid, strong man to put down good seeds because the second you respond in anger, okay? Or the second you say, oh, fr- screw it, right? I'm not doing this anymore. You have started throwing down bad seeds and you're going to reap a bad harvest 100%, okay? Guys, it's not easy, but when you commit to putting down those good seeds, no matter what, a good harvest is coming. There's no way around it. It's just the way life works. It's the way God's arranged it, right? When we do good, eventually good comes back. 
may not be exactly on the time frame that we're hoping for, right? For some people, it's going to come sooner. For some people, it's going to come later, but it is going to come, okay? When you put down good seeds, when you behave in ways that are strong, attractive, loving, Christ-like, really. All right, so in summary, changing yourself, it can happen very quickly. It happens as quick as it takes to change your thinking because when you think differently and you believe that, you start feeling differently, you start acting differently, you start having new intentions, can happen instantly. And by the way, when that is happening inside of you, your wife does notice it. Okay. She's going to pick it up. But again, you're working against a lot of years of putting down bad seeds, probably. Right. So again, you feel those changes quickly. You know, you're different, right? So, but yeah, and she's going to put resistance against it and she's right to do it because it tests your resolve, right? It tests how deep these changes are. And that's why in the program, we really mentally rehearse these new changes so that they do become permanent. I like to refer to it as rewiring your brain. And that's really what's happening. Your brain has electrical connections. And so right now, you know, let's say when your wife criticizes you, your mental connections probably go to a bad place where you're maybe getting defensive or arguing back with her or things like that. What we want to get to is a new wiring of your brain so that when that same situation happens, she criticizes you or you take it as criticism, right? Your brain goes a different direction so that you can understand her. Maybe you draw an appropriate boundary if you need to, but overall, just getting to understanding, right? So your brain naturally goes there and rehearse it until that's your natural response, okay? Putting the seeds down, right? We're putting more and more and more and more seeds down, more of the good seeds so that the harvest comes, you know, faster and bigger, right? So again, to make these changes, okay, you want to identify and apologize for the negative ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. That's taking out the bad seeds. You want to replace those with positive, attractive ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. That's putting in new good seeds, right? Then again, we repeat those until you can't get them wrong. Okay, we are rewiring your brain through this. Okay, but again, your wife's response to these changes, you're going to feel these changes immediately, right? But your wife's response to these changes depends on how bad the seeds were, right? How long you sowed them and her particular disposition and temperament. Now, where I don't want your brain going when I say that is, oh, yeah, my wife, you know, she's she's never going to forgive me and, you know, all of that, right? That's, is that useful thinking or not, right? Is that helping you get to being the guy that you want to be or not? Okay, it's probably not. So send your brain down a different path. Just be like, yeah, you know, she's been through some hard stuff. So maybe it's going to take a little longer, but again, your approach is it does not matter. It doesn't matter if she ever responds, right? You're going to put down good seeds because that's who you want to be. And guys, when you take that approach, you feel strong, you feel solid. You're much more attractive. It's going to go faster. That's the paradox of this whole thing. The more you're like, okay, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. The worse it's going to get, the less likely it's going to be that she actually appreciates the changes that you're making, right? When you make the change in your mental thinking, right? That no, like, I don't care how long it takes. This is who I am. She can sense that. And it just speeds up this process so much more. Plus it just feels way better than being all anxious and stressed out all the time. Okay. So again, your approach needs to be, I don't care how long it takes. I'm throwing good seeds because that's who I want to be. And the good harvest will come in one way or another. When you can really say that and believe it, you're in a great spot. No matter what she responds, you're already in a good spot. So you've already won. And you're also doing the thing most likely for her to also respond in a positive way. So if you want to change your marriage, you want to 
have a better sex life with your wife, you want to overcome infidelity, you want to end a separation or a divorce, visit MikeFraserMD.com and schedule a call. Okay. We're going to help you change your brain so that you think, feel, and act in attractive ways all the time. Okay. We're going to rewire your brain. It's working amazingly well for the guys coming in and I'm excited to work with you. So if you're a high achieving Christian man, freshly successful guy who wants to have that marriage where you have loving looks for your life, passion, intimacy, mentally, emotional, and sexual connection. Okay. Again, visit MikeFraserMD.com or strong marriages, strong men, strong marriages.com. If that's easier to remember, uh, hit work with me and I will see you there. There's also going to be a link in the, in the show notes. All right, guys, stay strong. We will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.